know the market calendars for this Sunday at 5 o'clock. I will be doing a seminar, I guess you can call it, presentation on the dangers of vaping, teen edition. Sunday at 5 o'clock at the Performing Arts Center. If you have any teenagers, I would encourage you to make sure that you get them in the house. I have a special guest with me, Dr. Charlene Blosh, who is a pediatric uh, physician doctor here in our beautiful city. So please make sure you get the word out. That's this Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. at the Performing Arts Center. Uh, in the Performing Arts Center on the campus of the Old Valdosta High School, 3101 North Barack Obama Boulevard, right here in Valdosta. Again, I'll be doing a vaping seminar, a seminar on vaping, the uh, dangers of vaping. So please, if you have any team, we're pulling it. I'm, I'm whatever age is there, they will get the information. Get all your peoples out, especially the young people. Uh, this is it's good, great information, some medical uh, data behind vaping. You do not want to miss this. This, this, this Sunday at 5 o'clock. So we're going to go ahead and continue and, and jump right in, kind of from where we left off on yesterday. And I'll start um, and I'll start off today with saying this. If, if you don't make peace with your past, and we're going to talk about how you do that. If you don't make peace with your past, it is going to, it will create an entanglement, (laughs) that word, uh, an entanglement in your marriage, in your spiritual life, uh, in your careers, um, basically everywhere. If, if you don't make peace with it, um, notice I, I did not say if you don't conquer it. Um, notice I didn't say if you don't get the victory over your past. I use none of those words. And I chose the word if you don't make it. chose to say if you don't make peace with it, um, it, is, it will create... A, an entanglement, and we'll talk about what that means here in a minute, with, uh, it's going to create an entanglement in every part of your life. It could, it could, um, and negatively affect so many areas, right? Um, so if you don't make peace with it, if you don't make peace with your past, you're going to have problems out of it. Oh, God. If you don't make peace with your past, you're going to get stuck in it, um, and it's going to create a heap of problems for you. A lot of trouble will come out of it, um, and as a result of it. So when you talk about making peace with your past, and let me just, again, pick it back and take off where we pick up where we left off on yesterday. Um, I, I realized, again, we talked about when, when you have... So many things that happen to you, boom, 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 boom. So many things that come at you rushing. How difficult it is to properly heal, especially uh, when you're trying to rush 
um, when you're trying to rush into another relationship into the next chapter of your life. So when you're trying to move somewhere and you're trying to get to a, a place as quickly as you can, it makes it very difficult for you to heal properly. It makes it very difficult for you to, um, uh, to take the time that you need on to focus on each of those areas. To me, therapeutic treatment is a lifetime. Um, it takes a lifetime. People say, well, you know, when you get in God, you, you know, when you choose to serve God and you love God and let God give it over to God, God will heal it. I agree. I agree 1000%. However, I have been there and done that where even what I gave to God to heal, how I thought, how I felt, how I moved from that point prevented me from healing properly because sometimes we believe because we love God that we can just put things at the altar and it's fixed. We don't want to change our mindset. We don't want to change our thought process. We don't want to change our behaviors. We don't want to change um, any, anything that we do. And I promise you that you can sit there and tell that lie and, and, and have people believing that just because you say you give it over to God that you're going to be healed. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. We have to put in work. We have to put in work. You got to put in some work. And we don't like to put in work dealing with our past because we um, don't like the hurt. We don't like the pain. We don't like the suffering. We don't like, um, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't like, I mean, we don't like to, we don't like to have our issues dug into, confronting them. You know, you ain't got to agree. I have been saved and still hurt. I have been saved and still in pain. I have been anointed by God and called by God. And chosen by God. And I know that things that I told him to heal. Or things I even told people that God healed me from. I was not telling the truth. Because I was not dealing and putting in the work. It will have you. Having that mindset. Oh God just going to heal me. Will have you suppressing. Again. Have you suppressing. And you don't want to talk about it. Because that's what we in the church world thought. Okay let's just sweep it under the rug. Let's just sweep it on the road. Let's not talk about it. Let's not deal with it. And vamos, it's going to disappear. That's a lie. That's a lie. And I will sit and have a conversation with anybody who would tell me something differently. Look at when Jesus healed in the Bible. There were There was work that they had to put in afterwards. Even if it was something simple. It was work that they had to put in. He t- tells the man at the, at the, that was at the pool. Take up your bed and walk. You got that means you got to keep walking. Sit that and say that all you want. All that stuff that people have allowed you to sweep under the rug, be silent about, talking about laying hands on you and you healed. I'm not talking about no backache, no headache, no shoulder pain. I'm not talking about that type of pain. 
I'm talking about the emotional, the psychological trauma, even the spiritual trauma that you have experienced in your life. That's what I'm talking about. These, you, so I can tell you, the stuff that they made me, I said they made me, and I mean what I say, the stuff that they made me be quiet about, I fought and struggled with for years. Indeed, I did. Because, oh, you can't, I mean, you can't love God and still have this stuff in your life that you're dealing with. That's not true. That's why a lot of saved people are broke, busted, and disgusting now. Because they've still been quiet for 40 and 30 and 50 years about the trauma of, of what's happened in their family. Uncles molesting nieces, fathers molesting daughters, cousins and cousins having sex. No, we just, you just swept it under the rug. But your, every part of your life that you have not made peace with will entangle you in your marriage, will create these values, uh, attribute values in your head that you just got to, this is how you are supposed to be treated. This is how you're supposed to be, supposed to be intimately uh, connected to. That's not true. That's not true. And it creates this mindset of captivity and bondage that we live under for forever. If you don't make peace with it, you ain't got to be no, uh, no, no, no victory and overcoming, making peace with it. That means I understand that it happened to me and I can't change that. It hurt me. I can't change that. It happened. I can't erase it. I am going to accept the fact that God allowed it or he ordained it. I'm going to accept that fact. And I'm going to do whatever is necessary for me to be okay with moving forward with my life. And if, if, if you can ever get to that point where you have made peace with it, I'm not going to argue about what happened to me. I am not going to fight. Because of what happened to me, I am not going to keep my life on stuck because of what happened to me. I'm not going to allow those emotions to, to overwhelm and control my life. That's making peace with it. It happened. My pastor touched me inappropriately. It happened. I'm at peace with it now. Because I, I refuse to live my life stuck in unforgiveness. My father said, if he did not do it, if he said he didn't do it, then he didn't do it. When he denied it in my parents' presence, it happened. I was angry at my father. I had unforgiveness in my heart, but I have made peace with it. I was upset that my mama never said anything to me, never asked me how I was, never addressed it, never talked about it. I was angry. I was hurt. And I was stuck in unforgiveness a long time. But I made peace with it. I'm not going to allow it to control my life. I'm okay. It happened. And it takes time to make peace with it. Especially when you, when you don't understand in totality the reason why it happened. Why it had to be you and not somebody else. But I'll tell you, I would rather have had it happen to me than my sisters. 
because I don't know how I would have reacted and responded as a teenager who didn't care to say I this happens. I would rather for it to happen to me than to I have two younger sisters than to have happened to them or anybody else that I grew up with. I say that now because I understand that God had good intentions behind the 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 lack of good judgment, good moral character in someone's decision. It has made me. I'm at peace with it because it has made me who I am. I'm at peace with it because God has used it and he has turned it and worked it for my good. He, I became an example so that someone else can find hope and faith and perseverance. Because I ain't going to tell you now that I ain't want to fight. I tell you I ain't want to cuss. I did cuss. I surely did. I did, I did, I did. I did because I was a cusser, honey. Ooh, drop down. Where they give it to you? But you, if you don't make peace with it, okay, if you don't make peace with it, it's, it, you can't change it, right? You, you cannot change it. And so, but, but you have to make peace. Um, my past created, and I got to go, y'all. My past created uh, all sorts of kinds of intertwining and entanglements, entanglements in my life. It did, honey. Um, to be intertwined and to be entangled means means almost the same thing as when things are twisted and tied together and closely knitted. That's what intertwining and entangling means. Um, so they're similar, but we use entanglement uh, from a negative standpoint, using a negative connotation. Um, so if you don't make peace with it, it will wrap itself. It'll weave itself into every part of your life. Now, for the good and for the bad. Because for the good, that intertwining has been me choosing my path um, in law enforcement and mentoring and and helping and being available and being an ear and uh, not being judgmental and hearing, being able to hear and help. So that intertwining has worked for me. Again, it'll it will create inter intertwinement, intertwining and entangling. That entangling is how it how it negatively affects all of your relationships and your decisions. It my past had me to where I didn't want to I didn't want to do I didn't want to do I didn't want to do what God had called me to do what I knew He had called me to do and I fought I'm telling you I fought hard um, with God choosing me for ministry for His work. Oh yes, I did. Again, when you don't make peace with your past, it will create entanglements in your life. Honey, it created entanglements in my spiritual life because I said negative. I do not want to be, and, and I was, I was wrong in my thinking because it was not everybody in the church who mistreated me as a result of what happened to me. But in my mind, in my mind, it was everybody. Every, I stereotyped and categorized all, everybody in the same boat. If you don't make past, make peace with your past, it will create entanglements with your spiritual life. 
It will have you not want to do. When you've been hurt and you have not made peace with it, when you have been betrayed and not made peace with it, when you have been abused and sexually violated and have not made peace with it, it I'm telling you, it will reject it, abandon it, will entangle itself in your spiritual life, and it will have you saying, God, I don't want to do it. Choose somebody else, just not me. Choose who you want to choose, just don't choose me. And that's the way I was, and I fought, and I fought, and I fought, and I fought. Honey, I got a whole testimony I can tell y'all about how God will use what hurts you to help you. I'm telling you, but that's another time. We might do this tomorrow or whatever, maybe another series down the road. But I'm telling you, it will have you fighting. But when you make peace with what has happened in your past, I'm talking about every failed relationship, every betrayal, every place of abandonment, rejection, um, every place of hardship, every place of trouble, every tight place, every deserted place, every desert place, every valley experience. Where if you, honey, girl, boy, homie, listen, if you could ever come to peace with it, you will, it will give you such a foundation to walk with spiritual authority, I'm telling you what I know. But it won't ever happen if you don't say, you know, it happened, but it had to happen. It was necessary, which is what we talked about uh, day before you. It was necessary. So if you are fighting to accept your call with God, if you are fighting to obey God, I want to redirect you back to your past and find out what part of it have you not made peace with? If you are fighting, and it could be your direct past or something that has affected you indirectly. Maybe it's what somebody else is saying. But if you are struggling to say yes to God, if you are struggling with saying yes to his will, if you are struggling with surrendering, if you are struggling with obey, if you are struggling with doing what he created you to do, what he has told you, you know he spoke to you vividly. I'm even speaking for him, speaking to you right now. If he has given you directions on what you should be doing, hey, glory, with your life and you are fighting with it, I want to redirect you back to your past so you can make peace with what you have not done yet. You got to make peace with it because there's something there. Well, Pastor Sabrina, I don't, I don't, I think I, I thought I had made peace with it. I, I didn't hear from that. I thought there was something that's preventing you from surrendering all. And it lies with something from your past. Powerful word. Listen, that's all the time I got, y'all. I got to get out of dodge. I love y'all. I'll see y'all back here same time, same back, same back time, same back channel tomorrow. You got to make peace with it. If you refuse or if you do not, Make peace with your past. It's going to create problems for you in every area of your life. Stop fighting with God because you're still wrestling with your past. Stop fighting with saying yes. Honey, go back. It's there. It's there. I promise you. For every single one of us, that's your hold up. Because if it wasn't a thought, a memory, an ideal of something from your past you would have already said yes and you would be moving forward and doing what God has called you to do I'm telling you I'm coming down your road like the church people say 
like the pastor say, before it's over, before the sermon over, I'm going to come down your road and I'm going to step on your toe. Listen, I love y'all. Again, if you don't make peace with your past, it's going to hold up a lot of stuff for you.